Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. The Glass Onion, new movie by Ryan Johnson, just hit Netflix, and this is his follow-up film to Knives Out. This is part of the Knives Out universe of movies, the Benoit Blanc universe of whodunits. Uh, Knives Out being a movie that I absolutely loved, one of my favorite movies of the year that year, one of my favorite movies that came out on Thanksgiving weekend, uh, movies that have frequented my other show Top 5 on many occasions, uh, one of my favorite, it might be one of, if not my favorite, uh, Ryan Johnson film too. Uh, it's definitely shown up a lot of times in my Top 5 lists. And was very excited for this follow-up, Glass Onion, a Knives Out story, which is kind of interesting that they used Knives Out to help promote this movie. I think it helped. I think it definitely helped. Hopefully they're able to get away from that in the follow-up movie because I hope, for one, there's more of these films. I love Daniel Craig as this character, Benoit Blanc, this guy who's like, a, you know, a detective who knows things, a detective that is surprisingly horrible at dumb games, uh, but is seemingly effortless to solve anything with uh, massive amounts of complexity to it. And this movie, I think, in many ways has a great mystery, just like Knives Out does. Uh, definitely a lot more comedy in this movie. Definitely a lot more uh, just a fun cast of characters, a lot of fun cameos from people. I mean, the cast, in addition to Daniel Craig, we have Edward Norton, uh, Kate Hudson, Dave Bautista, Catherine Hahn, Janelle Monet, Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, just, just amazing. And then tons of cameos. Let me see. Hugh Grant has a small part. Uh, Ethan Hawke has a small part. Steven Sondheim. Uh, Natasha Leone, Serena Williams, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It is just a movie packed full of really fun moments, really fun characters, and really fun uh, cameos from a lot of different people. And I had a lot of fun, despite the fact the runtime is 2 hours and 20 minutes. They definitely could have cut out a lot of the cameo parts, but I think... You know, this movie was so much fun, I really didn't have a problem with the, the runtime at all. I was just having so much fun, just constantly... Oh boy, I forgot to hit record on that. Uh, just constantly enjoying, like laughing out loud, in, like just invested in this interesting mystery... Uh, and just it was just it was just so much fun, which I would say the first Knives Out has a lot of that same kind of fun. There are definitely a lot of fun moments in Knives Out. I think this one just takes everything to the next level. And it also comments on a lot of things that we are seeing and dealing with uh, over the past couple years. Uh, one of which being COVID being a, a, you know, a noticeable aspect of this movie. You have characters wearing masks. You have, uh, you know, different things going on. It, it, it definitely takes place in a time when COVID was at its peak. You know, that first year of COVID where mostly everybody was 
you know, acting like it was a legitimate threat. Uh, but then you also have characters like Birdie J, played by Kay Hudson, who's a model, who is a, she calls herself somebody who's a truth-sayer. Um, but also the type of person who would wear a fake mask, who would have, who threw parties during the pandemic. Like, somebody that's clearly, like, there's a lot of those types of people in this movie like even dave batista almost plays like a joe rogan kind of a character right where he's like this meathead but he's like got this gigantic following on social media and he's like a men's right activist kind of a guy definitely not exactly modeled after joe rogan but definitely that kind of uh meathead type that's you know all of these people f act like they're rule breakers they they even refer to themselves as the disruptors which is super cheesy edward norton plays miles braun who's a this quote-unquote brilliant rich guy very much an elon musk type which is kind of insane that this movie was written and directed way before we saw way before the the veneer and the, the facade of Elon Musk was ripped away once he took over Twitter. And everybody kind of saw how, how kind of stupid this guy is. Like He's not really a genius. His, accredit his, his academic uh, accredit accreditations, that's not even a real word, but something Miles Braun would say. Miles Braun full of fake words that he makes up to sound smart to stupid people. Uh, but I, I think in many ways we saw how Elon Musk, the, the fake facade of this brilliant genius being ripped away as he makes horrible decision after horrible decision in running Twitter. And we see that in many ways mirrored in this Miles Braun character played by Edward Norton, who is a great, like he plays that character great, right? He's got that like, that, that scared Weasley kind of, part to him but then also has this like overconfident like you definitely saw moments of like him from fight club in this movie and different things um so great we have katherine hahn playing a politician uh who is a disruptor you have um leslie odom jr playing a scientist who works for miles braun and the location of this movie is great, too. Everybody, basically, this movie starts, uh, everybody, all these characters have this surprise gift show up at their door. This, this magical puzzle box gift that shows up, which ultimately is an invitation. You see them all, uh, you know, group calling each other to try and figure this box out. Of course, Benoit Blanc effortlessly finds it out. But it's ultimately this invitation to go to a murder mystery party at their buddy Miles Braun. These people are all old friends. They became friends before they all became successful. Uh, despite that's why they're all in such different types of things. And they all met. They would all congregate back in those days at a bar called The Glass Onion. Uh, to give context to the title of this movie. But also the location for this murder mystery party is itself a building structured like a glass onion on an island it is gi this like giant giant mansion compound on an island where miles braun lives invites all these people over and you know he hired people to design the the puzzle box he hired people to 
uh, write and and help him create this murder mystery, this elaborate murder mystery that he's bringing all these people there for. And somehow, Benoit Blanc gets invited. He's bored. Everybody's in lockdowns, and he's been depressed because he can't go on any case. He has no interesting cases to keep him his mind stimulated. He's on a group chat with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and and T- Natasha Leone and Stephen Sondheim and s- somebody else. I forget the other actress that was on that group call, but they're playing. Uh, some game that's like a it's kind of like a video game but like clue I don't know what the game is popular game Uh, but I don't know the name of it and he's horrible at it right because he is only good at overly complex puzzles Uh, simple puzzles are almost too simple for him and he overthinks them and they they he's just horrible at them so he's not doing good always in the bath we see that he has a partner which we later find out through one of the cameos, one of the many fun cameos. His partner is, uh, is, uh, is, uh, what's his name? He's, uh, <laughs> blanking on his name. Uh, come on. I just mentioned his name. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant plays his partner, which is great. Great cameo, right? But also, so this movie takes place on this, this island mansion, which is gorgeous. The mansion is packed full of modern art, including a classical piece of art, the Mona Lisa, uh, which he was able to obtain because the Louvre is short on money because of the pandemic. So he was able to get the Mona Lisa for this mansion. But every shot is full of like just amazing, mostly modern art and like like popular pop art surrealism glass sculptures like every shot is like stuff that i i don't necessarily know the artist but i know that these are like amazing pieces of art uh and it it just kind of it just decorates this modern mansion in such an interesting way to see like artwork that you would only see in a museum in a home and to see it all together in a home is kind of crazy it's just it just it just just elevates the this kind of thing that miles is trying to like portray you know having all this art around him being in this modern mansion but then trying to act like he's just a normal everyday guy like like so many like so many rich people that like act like they're not flaunting their money while flaunting their money but gorgeous where this 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 whole mystery this whole movie is set so everything's self-contained on this island and of course you can only go to the island certain parts of the day so they're kind of trapped there in a way uh until the tide goes down because of this stupid dock setup this banksy dock which i don't know why it's called a banksy dock but it's not i don't when i look at the sculptures that are on this dock and the design of like nothing about it makes me think banksy but everybody refers to it as a banksy dock um but yeah so gorgeous setting for this movie hilarious movie had a lot of fun the mystery's great the actors are perfect i love seeing all these actors they play the perfect characters in them uh, including uh, Janelle Monet, who plays Andy Brand, who is the former partner of Miles Braun. They developed this app that went viral, and that's how they got all of their money. But 
in an attempt for her to try and keep Miles from doing something to bringing this t- this fuel to market that without actually testing it uh, when it could be a massive danger to the world. Uh, but he's only looking at the positives where it would produce clean energy, but he's rushing through testing and trying to push things through uh, to take to to be a disruptor, to break the rules even further. Uh, but she tries to put a stop to that and she ends up getting booted out of the company, screwed out of all of her money. Uh, but she and everybody's like confused why she's even there. So all the setup of that, it's all great. I love all of that. In addition to that, there is a moment when they're trying to solve this puzzle box where this puzzle box starts to play a metal melody. And one of the many cameos, uh, who was the cameo that I, I'm going to try and do this when I shouldn't be doing this. But Yo-Yo Ma, there's a cameo Yo-Yo Ma. He's at a party with uh, Birdie, whatever her face is. Um, Birdie J right he's part of her bubble but it's like just a mansion full of people partying uh, but he recognizes the tune and he's explaining that it's it's box little fugue in G minor and that it's the the song is actually a beautiful musical puzzle based on one tune and when you layer that tune on top of itself it starts to change and become a different thing altogether. It comes, turns into a completely different structure. Which, one, is a very interesting thing that there is a song that is a puzzle song that is part of this puzzle box. But it also is in reference to this movie itself, which I found amazing because... So much of this movie is like setting everything up where like things are kind of happening, but in similar ways to Knives Out where you kind of know the events, you know what actually happened in Knives Out to an extent. A lot of the details are uncovered throughout the movie. And similarly, there's kind of that early presentation of what you think everything's about early on. But that is only to set everything up. Because about an hour into this movie is when the rubber really hits the road. Out of like a 2 hour and 20 minute movie I think, right? Yeah, 2.20. So about an hour in, like, I'm already in this movie. But about an hour in it's like, oh, here we go. And that's the, the moment where we see this movie, this beautiful tune being layered on top of itself. And in doing that, we are presented with a completely newly structured movie that is even more interesting than what we thought we were watching in the first hour of this movie. I thought it was brilliant. I mean, Ryan Johnson is a great writer, great director. Like, he, one, understands how to write a great movie. All of his movies, I would say, are beautifully written. And also visually beautifully shot as well unique styles he's tried different things uh i'm thinking specifically about brick very uniquely written very uh uniquely shot in comparison to a lot of his other films um and you get a lot of that uniqueness to this movie where even though it is still clearly part of that benoit blanc 
series of films because Benoit Blanc is very much at the center of this. He's trying to figure this thing out where everything takes a turn, right? An hour in, everything takes a really big turn and everything we thought we knew is kind of because it's layered on top of itself. And we even go back, right? Because it's layered on top of itself, we, after an event, we actually go back to see another perspective we're given more information of what led these characters there and uncovers the reality of certain characters uh and the addition of characters we didn't know even existed and a lot of scenes shown from different perspectives where you see so it is very much in many ways just like box little fugue in g minor this movie this movie could have been titled uh, Ryan Johnson's fugue in G minor uh, because it is a t beautiful tune a beautiful musical puzzle when you lay it on top of itself becomes a completely new structure absolutely beautiful and so much fun Let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of Inspired Disorder Plus. So you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Sign up. $5 a month. You get to binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free. You get to watch all of the live painting videos I do. You get a special members-only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that I sell. You also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast I've ever produced. Hundreds of episodes countless different podcasts you also get access to my personal blog a new blog comes out every week in addition to that you get my creative writing that i'm releasing you also get access to asking me anything 14 years of experience podcasting i've been creating art my entire life i've been using photoshop since middle school and you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else so those are the benefits for signing up for inspired disorder plus and now let's get back to the show but i do want to talk about things that are a bit spoilery so i will talk about those things but i do want to give the warning that i am going to be spoiling things about this movie but i do want to talk about them because it is amazing uh and i would highly recommend watching this movie it's on netflix right now uh would have loved to see this in a theater i heard of other people who had watched this in a theater and that it was just so much fun. People were having so much fun. There were times where I was watching this where I was cheering, clapping, you know. It's just like I love a movie where it's it's like it feels like it brings like me in in a way where I'm just having so much fun and there's so many different emotions because the mystery is so interesting. But there's still a ton of comedy. I kind of figured out. I kind of picked out one of the aspects. I had an assumption of of what was going to happen. Uh, and it's just because I think watching a Ryan Johnson film, a mystery film, like everything that's said is means something is necessary for this story is talking about the story like the clues are given in this movie right this one of the reasons why i love re-watching knives out every time i rewatch that movie i get a little bit more out of it and i i'm going to be re-watching this movie many times 
because of that same thing, because of these clues that are shown to the audience, but because we are on this ride, we may not be be paying attention to all those little details. So when I was watching this, knowing that there was a mystery, I, there I picked up on some things. I picked up on some words that that were used multiple times. These 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 things that were being said and remembered these things that were being were said so i was able to put a few things together but despite that despite kind of thinking i knew what the end was going to be the ride to get there right it's not the destination it's the it's the journey right and the journey to get to that that destination was great and it ended in a way that i didn't expect which is also kind of poignant in a lot of ways to what we're seeing in our culture now uh, in regards to, uh, you know, using art in a way to bring about a message that is bigger than art. Let's put it that way. So I do want to spoil this, so get that out of the way. Spoiler alert for this movie. Um, where do I want to start? Oh, the... One of my favorite parts, right? They're all on the island. They're sitting around this table. Miles Braun is like, this is the thing. I got this mystery. It's going to take you guys all weekend to figure this out, right? He doesn't even really know why Benoit Blanc is there. Like, he got a box. He thinks one of their his friends. Miles thinks one of his friends reset the box to send it to Benoit Blanc. He wasn't intended to be there. But as this thing's going, it's like, it's going to be, and Benoit's like, oh, what do we win if we, you know, if we guess the thing right? And there was never a real prize involved, but that wasn't the funny part. The funny part, which I almost saw coming, right? Because we are dealing with Benoit Blanc, who is the most brilliant detective, right? In so many ways, is as a detective in one of these types of movies so much more interesting and fun than like any Sherlock Holmes movie that I've seen even Enola Holmes which I love you know those movies as well I I would say Benoit Blanc as that type of a character like exponentially more entertaining and in really fun stories well-written complex interesting stories so when he effortlessly figures out and spoils this entire elaborate game that miles braun developed i thought was hilarious right made complete sense would have been dumb if he was just along the ride with his friends because you know it, he is so genius and it, you know the complexity of it was one of the reasons why he was so easily able to figure out and the reason why everything was difficult for him to figure out is because it was stupid. I absolutely love how how real life has been able to catch up and expose itself just as this movie is coming out. When we are seeing somebody who has been regarded as this brilliant rich man in Elon Musk be in so many ways featured in this movie in Edward Norton's character Miles Braun who is this guy that everybody says like if you're listening to the characters speak about him he's brilliant but his friends are stupid and the way Miles talks using fake words he sounds like he 
speaks as though he is smart, but only dumb people would realize that would wouldn't notice that he's just just kind of saying gibberish. So I love the fact that Edward Norton is this stupid character, and I love that it is the stupidity at which he crafted his plan is that why that's why Benoit Blanc was the the ultimate story, the ultimate mystery of this this movie was so difficult for him to solve. When this movie rubber hits the road, right, we see we see uh, Andy get shot, right, which is this is after Duke gets chokes, right, and he dies. That's like oh oh shit, here we go, and then the lights go out, which I thought was hilarious as well. Right, where Miles is like going to Benoit, like, oh, I screwed up, you need to protect me, you need to protect me. And he's not telling him what he needs him to do, and he gives him a slap. And then the, all the lights go out, and it's like, oh, it's, like, it's just like there's so many funny moments in this. And then seeing Andy get shot, and then we, we go back, and then this story is layered on, layered on top of itself. And we see that the woman who got the box that just broke it open with the hammer was Andy's twin sister, right? And, of course, like, when I'm trying to put this together and we find out that Benoit Blanc got a box, he was supposed to get a box, so it's like, well, he couldn't have gotten it from Andy because that one was just destroyed, right? And Benoit didn't mention that his box was destroyed. He mentioned that they were just a bunch of kids games that he was effortless, which easily he would have been able to figure out. So when we see that that was a bit of deception on his part and we see their plan that Andy had been killed even before that, they just hadn't figured it out yet. The news hadn't gotten a hold of it. And the plan for her to act like her twin sister was great was great even though the kind of the twin sister thing is like okay i don't care i don't care it like in in any other movie it would be lazy but the way it was used in this movie is perfect because then we see all of these scenes with her from a new perspective because we know that she's acting we know that it's not her like even the the way her her sister spoke was this quote-unquote rich bitch you know way of speaking and we see that the reason why she had this confidence that fit with what we thought the character would be this like kind of angry and outspoken person that courage she got was by drinking these hard kombuchas they were like nine percent alcohol or whatever right loved all that loved like when she and she was a great like sidekick that's one of the things with these these movies that like Benoit Blanc has these like interesting sidekicks with them, right? Like so much of this, Benoit was helped with her work, and in in Knives Out, it's you know the the girl. In some ways, even though she's being deceptive to him, but they're kind of on the same team, especially towards the end of that movie. Uh, definitely handled in different ways, but definitely both interesting ways to give our detective kind of a sidekick give sherlock his uh is uh what was his side i forget i'm blanking on his sidekick right now but you know what i'm talking about right or watson 
Got it. So just so amazing. Also, there's great lines like uh, you have Birdie J who set, labels herself as, as a truth teller. But she, like all of the we hear all of these situations where she's basically just a racist person who is, you know, she I'm surprised her character wasn't just complaining about cancel culture all the time because that would be. Right. She she's gotten a lot of backlash like she dressed up as uh, what, like Beyonce or something like that for Halloween, which obviously implies that she did blackface. Uh, she referred to herself as like Harriet Tubman at one point. Uh, she like she's does all of those things that an outspoken racist would do. Celebrity racist would do that would get backlash for those things and then those would be the people who would be crying about cancel culture like why can't i just say why can't i just be a truth teller and benoit has this great line that uh that is dangerous for her to confuse speaking without thought and speaking the truth because that is what she's doing she is speaking without thought. She's not understanding the ramifications or consequences for what she's saying or what the the actual meaning, how it's going to be taken. Like she's at no point concerned with how the thing she says is going to be perceived. Uh, she just thinks that if she just runs her mouth, it, it's truth, right? She's not concerned and then crying about how it, it was perfect. It was a great line. Great line. Which so many like little great lines in this, which is, is so good. Um, and the fact that they're all like kind of new money. The fact that all these people are basically parasites to Miles Braun, right? He got rich, so he kind of funded all of these people, right? It's insane. It's very similar to Knives Out, how like that family all labeled themselves as a self-made business owner meanwhile all of their money came from the dad right and in this one you know all of these people act like they are you know self-made politicians scientists uh online influencer like youtube star kind of a guy uh fashionista but in, in essence, like all of those people were in those positions because Miles Braun got rich and helped make them who they are. And in return, they help protect Miles, right? They're all on a team, right? Aside from this one, Andy, who got kicked out, who was killed. And that's why your sister's there to, to help Benoit Blanc figure out she's the one that went to him to ask for his help to find out who killed her sister his idea you need to pretend you're there it'll help with me being there and when they're on the island them working together and trying to understand putting all the pieces together and it's great it is so great it's it's <clears throat> you know because when it does g turn back on itself, layer on top of itself, and you see it from the new perspective, and you see that she, and like when it goes all the way up until her being shot, which is sad because we're seeing this thing. Benoit's like, I can't protect you. I'm just a detective. I'm not a bodyguard. Like, it's going to be dangerous. 
they already tried to kill you like they already killed your sister if they see you there thinking that she's alive they might try and kill you again like your life will be at risk and when she gets shot the thing that you know brought us back to introducing us to her not being who we thought she was and then we see her alive is like yes the fact that her sister's little notebook her her notes for future biographers saved her life brilliant and then of course their quick you know action to fake her death again like okay now they think you're dead again so now we need to use that you go you go do your thing you got to find this envelope that is the we need this proof amazing amazing i want to take a quick break from the show to let you all know that there is official merch for the ray taylor show head on over to inspireddisorder.com you can get t-shirts different artwork available different designs all on high quality materials in all the sizes there's also iphone cases made of biodegradable material that's right this is not bad for the environment this is good for the environment so all those designs that are available on t-shirts are also available on phone cases designed by me sold by me head on over to inspireddisorder.com to support the ray taylor show and promote it out in the world so all of the people in your life can see that you are a fan of the Ray Taylor show. Now, let's get back to that very show right now. And the end. I've heard people who don't like the end of this film because this movie destroys the Mona Lisa. Right? And their, it's, their criticism is very interesting because the only piece of artwork they care about that was destroyed is the Mona Lisa. And I've said this before in reference to the, the protesters that are, are protesting uh, climate change by throwing you know, food on paintings that are protected by glass, like paintings that are not being destroyed in any way, but people act like they are, right? That people are in a huge huff about paintings that... They don't, they just want to be angry, right? They want to be angry at protesters, so they pretend to care about art. And it's interesting that in this movie, at least the only time I've heard people complain about that same type of thing is that the Mona Lisa gets burned. But at no point do they realize that that mansion is full of artwork, right? The Mona Lisa being the oldest one, but they're not like, all of it isn't like magical right it's not magical art the mona lisa is only a priceless thing because people say it is it doesn't like it doesn't actually have value to life right it's not the only piece of art that can express somebody's technique and most people if shown an original Mona Lisa and a replica Mona Lisa would never be able to tell the difference, right? And then you can say that for most art, right? Watch F is for fake, right? Interesting documentary, quote-unquote documentary, but it's like most people don't have any idea, right? I'm an artist. I create art. I try to make that my living, right? I try to make one aspect of what I do in my life painting and to try and sell those paintings 
that whole mansion is full of art made by people. Arguably more impressive than the Mona Lisa. And it's so interesting that that is the only... Because that's like the most famous one. And it's like... it's. In the same way people put famous famous like actors on a pedestal, or not even actors, just famous humans like the Kardashians, right? Don't really add much to society in any way, right? But if one of them were to die, people would be devastated, right? People would be devastated. But in essence, there's billions of people on this planet. One person dying isn't going to change anything, right? And how the art is being destroyed is used in this as, like, this thing where they... The the one thing that would have helped her prove Miles did the crime got destroyed. The piece of evidence. So it's like, what is the one thing you can do to get back at this guy for killing your twin sister? Right, giving her the the alcohol, here's some courage, right, and then giving her that little chunk of the fuel or whatever that we all that know is highly dangerous, right, and that he doesn't care, right. He acts like he's saving the world, but in in essence, he's going to turn every home into a bomb, right, going to destroy the world, right. So in a lot of ways, this is her protest against one of the worst climate one of the worst disasters that could happen to humankind right this 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 unproven fuel being put into all the homes being thrown in space shuttles right and gives miles literally is the only person who will accurately give miles what he's always talked about one of the things in this movie that was mentioned many times right because this is everything that said means something. And every time Miles says that he wanted to be mentioned in the same sentence as the Mona Lisa means something. And this this that statement that is absolutely ridiculous finally is going to mean something in the biggest way, right? Where he will be the one responsible for the Mona Lisa no longer being around, right? That impact of him, not only the Mona Lisa, all of these pieces of art, right? A mansion full of some of the most insane art that you will never see, right? The most unique art, far more interesting than the Mona Lisa. But that famous painting, he will finally be mentioned in the same sentence because of what she does. And I love it. How, like, it starts off just small with her breaking those statues, which is like the glass statues, which is, you know... I was expecting something to break. The fact that there's just a room full of these pedestals with glass sculptures on it. I was like, this is like, this is going to happen. There is not not going to be a broken piece of art somewhere. So when she starts doing it and then kind of encouraging other people to do it, right? Finally having them turn on Miles in a way where they're starting to break the art, get their frustrations out for basically being his like under his control for so long and then to see the f- the fire start and then to see her throwing things in the fire and then everybody's like oh maybe we've gone too far and it's like it's just the beginning it's only starting right because she needs that fire 
she needs that fire because she knows what that little piece of unstable fuel is going to do in that fire right and she knows what the ultimate like it's not just about breaking these statues it's burning the whole thing down like i'm going to destroy your life you just you literally took the life of my sister you tried to end my life i am going to take away everything you hold valuable all of these things that fuel your ego all of these like priceless pieces of art this ridiculous glass house this this dream that you have of always wanting to be mentioned in the same sentence as Mona Lisa, I'm going to give you all of that, right, in the way you don't expect it. It is like the Twilight Zone answering of a prayer, right? The beware what you wish for. He's wanted to be mentioned in the same sentence as the Mona Lisa his entire life, and now he's getting it, but in the worst way possible. Beautiful. Loved it. I absolutely loved the ending of it. Like, I don't care. Right? Like, priceless pieces of art. Sure. Things get destroyed all the time. My whole argument with this climate change thing is like, art is going to be meaningless if humans are extinct. If humans are living in a post-apocalyptic world, who cares about art? Right? And I'm an artist. This is one of my lifelong passions is to create art. But I know how meaningless what I do is right now as corporate greed, the like if, if I got sick, like I'd just be in, in massive amounts of debt, you know, the, just like the, the quality of life that exists right now and just how ridiculous I feel making art as it is, is ridiculous. So for these quote-unquote famous pieces of art, which I think are in many ways overrated, I am, I am way more impressed with the majority of art in that, in that mansion that was not the Mona Lisa, right? I'm tired. Like, people hold the Mona Lisa up on this pedestal for some reason, and they don't even know why. It is the same thing with the Kardashians, except for Mona Lisa. Probably there are more reasonings why that is on a pedestal, but it's still ridiculous it's not magical it's just an old painting that a bunch of rich people the only reason art is valued where it is is because a bunch of rich people say it is that's it it is a way for them to launder their money to store their money in a thing you know it's not because somebody's technique is superior it's not because the imagery that exists you know even though they talk about the Mona Lisa in a way that you know is tries to add value to it but that's just what people would say who want to convince themselves that it's a, a magical piece of art so I absolutely loved how everything turned around and he got what he wanted Miles got what he wanted in the end not in the way he wanted it but he will forever be mentioned in the same sentence as the Mona Lisa Oh, it's like, you know that millionaire guy that's supposedly smart? Oh, yeah, he's, he's the one responsible for destroying the Mona Lisa. Which also, the, the uncovering of Miles Braun's stupidity is brilliant as well, right? And that being the reason why it was so difficult for Benoit to figure out 
this mystery because it was so stupid. He literally stole Benoit's idea about giving somebody a gun and turning the lights off. His metaphor. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Such a fun movie. It's beautifully written, beautifully shot. I love every aspect of it. I love that layering that it does. I love that, you know, he tells, Ryan Johnson tells you what he's going to do. It, it's so much fun. And great acting, great performances, great characters, super interesting characters. A bunch of people that, like, I, you know, it's similar to Knives Out. It's like a bunch of people that I don't like that are just selfish egotistical delusional people that think that they've earned what they have and there's the one good person trying to do a good thing and they win in the end they win in the end and i also like that random guy that just showed up <laughs> daryl is it daryl uh i don't know if it's if it's if it's daryl or not but it might not be but like just that random house guest that he has that's just in a rough patch so he's hanging out on the island uh he was a lot of fun too and how they he's there with benoit's benoit's like letting letting the the other woman do the thing where's her is like helen i think andy was her sister and then helen is uh it's probably not gonna tell me no i think it was helen um was the twins name but what letting her do the the damage right because he couldn't do anything else it's like well the evidence is gone i can't do anything right i am i am bound by the rules of the law to do what i can do but now i can't so here's what you can do right you can burn it all down you can you can destroy this guy's life one it exposes how dangerous the fuel is right does that it changes all of the opinions of the people that formally supported him right because after that they're all like, oh, yeah, I, like they lied to steal the company away from her. So now they're just effortlessly lying to prove that he killed her sister, that, you know, all of this stuff they knew about. Right. So what she did. And he's going to forever be responsible for not only lying about this company, not only responsible about pushing this fuel that's dangerous. But also, he's going to be mentioned in not only the destruction of the Mona Lisa, but the destruction in countless pieces of priceless art. Which I, I'm, I'm hoping that at some point I will hear the argument by somebody that whether they're happy or disturbed by it, that is more disturbed with the fact that they're tons of art that's being destroyed and not just the Mona Lisa. Like that's like, it's a very telling thing when the only piece of art you're, you're, you have a problem with being destroyed is the Mona Lisa and not the, uh, like countless other pieces of art that decorated that entire mansion. Uh, but I absolutely love this money movie money. I absolutely love this movie. Definitely one of my favorite of the year. I will be doing my top five movies of 2022, uh, coming up in the next few weeks so see if see where this lands i'm gonna say it's going to be on the list i don't know where it's going to be on the list but this movie is going to be on the list of my favorite movies that came out this year uh or this past year but i highly recommend it if you have netflix watch 
the glass onion and watch knives out both amazing movies i hope ryan johnson keeps doing these uh i you know i kind of want him to do other movies too hopefully he'll like do one and the other or something like that but even if he just keeps doing these they're so unique and so different and so fun had a lot of fun watching it highly recommend it's so funny too uh so check it out the glass onion New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.